What's on your bucket list? We'll talk about it on this episode of the Mind Dog TV podcast. Is everybody ready for the Mind Dog to make the show? Start the clock. And welcome, my friends, to yet another episode of the Mind Dog TV podcast. I'm Matt Napo. Thanks for coming. It's great to have you here as always. My guest is a little late, but he was a lot early. Uh, he's in Australia, and I guess uh, we kind of screwed up the time zone things. Uh, so three hours ago, he was ready to go, <laughs> and I wasn't, and he caught me by surprise. And I explained to him that uh, it, I do the show at 8 p.m. Eastern, which is uh, now. <laughs> Uh, so I'm expecting that he's probably, uh, a little bit jammed up with, uh, other things that he had planned. Uh, Hey Gary, nice to see you. I was just, uh, thinking of you. I see you were looking for a Swami. I'm talking to Gary Cocachillo. <laughs> he's in the uh, chat room. Um, so, uh, my guess is a little late. Uh, and I guess I'm guessing that he's, uh, caught up in things that he had pre-scheduled for today because there was some. Uh, scheduling mix up with the time zone so uh in the meantime i guess i can do this thing that uh i've been doing for about a month now or three three weeks plus i guess maybe a little more i don't know i'm losing track uh my vital seat several weeks ago (laughs) i'm gonna say several maybe three weeks ago uh Chris Burris from SES Research was with me, and he was promoting this product, My Vital C. It comes like this in a bottle, or it comes like this in these uh, portable tubes, I guess you would call them. And what it is is a, a, a supplement, a nutritional supplement um, yeah, that <laughs> actually claims to help you live longer and live a help, healthier life with more energy, better sleep, better clarity of thought. Uh, I'm getting an email and maybe it's uh, my guess. No, it's not. So I'll keep going with this. So uh, he made these extraordinary claims about this product. Now, I being the skeptic I am, I told him pretty much that I was skeptical about the claims being made by, first of all, uh, there are no 150-year-old uh, men walking around, 140-year-old men, uh, that we can say this stuff definitely prolongs your life 90% or more, which is the claim. Uh, but a- also, just in general, in general, I was skeptical about it. So he said, how about this? How about I send you a bunch of free product? You try it for six to eight weeks, have me back, and we'll review your results. And I said, that sounds like a, a plan. So that that was uh, several weeks ago. He's due back October uh, 29th at 1 p.m., and we're going to review my results then. I'm taking it online uh, for two reasons. One, uh, one is to hold myself accountable because if I don't do it ev- online, chances are I'll forget about it, and then the whole experiment goes for naught. And the other is so that there's some video evidence that I'm actually doing it according to the way it's prescribed. Now, it comes as I mentioned, it comes in uh, bottle form, and you take it in these little, like, NyQuil type shots or uh, this portable form. I do it twice a day and it's really quick and I'm going to do it really quick and get it over with, but it tastes terrible. So I need a chaser. So he goes. And it's just that simple, folks. I, I said, fucks instead of folks. <laughs> anyway, uh, the claim is that uh, that stuff is going to help me uh, it, prolong my life as much as 90%, which is an extraordinary claim. I can tell you in the uh, 20 or so days that I've been doing it, 
all but two days, I have had increased energy. Uh, sleep is a little still a, a little funny for me. I, sometimes I sleep better than others, but um, clarity of thought is one. It, you know, it's really so subjective. How do you even uh, measure that? So uh, I can't say what my results are. I can tell you for all but two of the days, I've had positive results. Can I directly attribute it to the stuff? No, not necessarily. It could be placebo effect. We'll find out. He'll be back October 29th at 1 p.m. and we'll review my results then. Uh, my sponsors for tonight, FunWise Capital, you know all about them. A lender matching platform that gets you the best credit lines guaranteed. Applying online in 60 seconds or less. And there's no effect in, uh, to your credit score to see how much you can get. Use the funding for anything you need to start or grow your business. Get the best funding you can qualify for. Their strategic lender matching platform searches through hundreds of lenders to find the very best possible option for your unique situation. They have hundreds of five-star reviews on Google, Trustpilot, and Facebook, and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They provide unsecured lines of credit at 0% for 9 to 15 months, unsecured term loans, loans based on income, short-term gap funding, or bridge loans. They work with real estate, startups, as I mentioned, franchises, uh, restaurants, any kind of business, any kind of product. To get started, it's really easy. You just go to uh, apply.funwise.com slash minddog. That's apply.funwise.com slash minddog. And I do appreciate uh, you patronizing my sponsors. You know, one thing I know for sure, uh, and I hate to overgeneralize things. Uh, by the way, my guest is here, uh, and I see him in. I'm going to bring him in in just one moment. But I just want to say one thing I know for sure uh, from, and I've learned it not just from doing this podcast, but partially from doing this podcast, is that, Australia has real men, and America has pussies. <laughs> uh, basically, uh, the crocodile Dundee myth uh, is true. They, 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 ha they make real men down under. And uh, if you're from America like me, uh, man up, man. Uh, my guest tonight is going to be proof of that. Uh, Trav Bell is known as the bucket list guy. Uh, but his driving ambition had him writing uh, things to do before I die list long before the phrase bucket list became involved uh his mission is to help 10 million not, not 10 10 million people lead purposely filled lives uh which is a uh high order to say the least uh ladies and gentlemen please uh, open your ears open your minds and help me welcome into the mind dog tv podcast trav bell the bucket list guy trav welcome hey matt how are you going man uh, it's going well so uh excellent your driving ambition led you to write to-do lists uh, to, before I die at a young age. Why? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I went through, I went through a bout of depression um, quite early on, and and that actually helped me um, really, really get myself out of a funk. It helped me uh, live my life on purpose with more meaning and, and more fulfillment. It was always you know, a, a, a tangible why for getting out of bed in the morning and, and it really helped me. So, um, and, and helped me focus on the positive rather than the negative at the time. And, uh, and now it's become <laughs> my life yeah. and here we go. So, so uh, what, what began as a uh, mission to define your purpose became your purpose. <laughs> in, in, in yeah, I, I, I get to live the holy grail, man. Like I, I, I literally run around the world as the bucket list guy um, doing my bucket list and helping others to tick theirs off or check their bucket list off before they get given a use-by date, before their time is up to help them live a regret-free life rather than a regret-full life. 
you know, and that's what it's all about. And people really freaking need that right now, right? Yeah, absolutely. But but it must be a little more difficult or a little more challenging to do this in the. And I'm not ch- even sure what the situation is down there. But in the United States, most of the places are still uh, living in fear of a, of the disease and uh, uh, you know that's going around. And so it's got that has to present some challenges to what you do. No. Yeah, well, yes and no. It's been a really interesting six months. Oh, we're as, we're in, we're in as, as shit position as the rest of the world, don't worry. Even though we're in an <laughs> island in the middle of nowhere, we've still got this fucking coronavirus. Um, <laughs> I don't know how it travels. You know, they have it in South Dakota now, and I'm like, who the hell brought it to South Dakota? Nobody who, goes who brought to it South- to Australia? <laughs> who brought it to Australia? But, yeah, we're, I think, you know... Uh, whether you call it the China virus or whatever, um, you know, we're, we're a lot closer to China than uh, a lot of other countries, so oh, you know, yeah, go yeah, figure. Yeah. But no, look, man, I um, see a, a bucket list. I, a bucket list isn't about trouble. I did a, TED, a TEDx talk, one of the biggest in Australia a few years ago, and it's called Life's Too Short by Trevor Bell, which is me. And in that, I introduced and unpacked a concept called the My Bucket List Blueprint. It's a 12-letter acronym for how to create a personally meaningful and holistic bucket list. And one of those letters is travel adventures. You know, it's only one of 12 categories in how to write, how to uh, unearth this personally meaningful bucket list. And it's not what people think. And, you know, right in the middle of coronavirus, we can't travel so it suited people really well to focus on the good, focus on the things that they can do rather than the things that they can't do. So Bucket List is, is about helping people, you know, live more purposeful, more meaningful, happier lives. And, um, you know, like I said, I created this for myself originally because uh, I, I, it was my way of of not going on heavy antidepressants at the time. It was my way of coping. It was my way out. It was a, a bunch of a systematic tools to help me, uh, help me, and it's helped ten, you know, hundreds of thousands of people later, ten years later, um, really methodically kind of come out of this and change their own narrative in their head. Um, you know, let me share uh, my story that relates to exactly what you're talking about. Um, my brother and I, first of all, my father was one of 17 uh, children, all the males. And I think they had uh, 14 brothers and uh, 14 brothers, three sisters, all the males, including his father on, on that side of the family, died at 54 years old uh, from wow. one reason or another. So my, my brother and myself. Uh, and my father died at 54 years old. And so my brother and myself both had it in our minds that 54 was our number. We were going to live to 54. We were going to die at 54. <laughs> so I, at, when I turned 54, I, w- I was uh, mentoring this young film director kid, and he started to do a documentary on, on me. And I said, you know what? This is my 54th year. I'm going to live as if I'm dying, like try to do everything I want to do before I turn 55 because I don't think I'm going to yeah. make it to 55. And people yeah. were yeah. people were sending me, like to-do list for what I should be doing, like running with the balls, uh, wrestling alligators or whatever. And I was like, what? I, 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 can't, I can't. What are you like that. a red? People, people think, you know, that's the whole negative connotation with, um, with bucket lists. It, you know, the whole movie with Jack Nichols and Morgan Freeman was about, as we say here in Australia, it was about two blokes that get given a cancer diagnosis and then they wrote a bucket list. Right. That's 
pretty fucking dumb if you ask me. It, 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 you know, and and I've based my whole life on it. It's a stupid movie because the whole thing, the whole reason why I exist and why I'm I'm preaching this stuff is to help wake people up before they get given a use by date. You know, people are dying at forty and being buried at eighty. Right. Aren't they? You know, we know people that are just sleepwalking through their life. They're just existing, not living. They're living by default. They're not living by design. Meanwhile, the depression statistics are climbing even worse now with coronavirus. The the level of anxiety, the overprescription of antidepressants is going. Youth suicides. We've even got this thing called the loneliness epidemic, mate. And that's that's the thing you want to Google: the loneliness epidemic. It's the adverse effect of social media. Which is which is it's frightening. I and this is that. a we know what a pandemic is. We're very very <laughs> tuned yeah. into what a pandemic is. This is an epidemic. This is huge. And right. so this is my little way, my little filter through the world to help people uh, identify the things that bring them happiness. So hopefully it it. And in my little world, it's gone against the grain. It's it's helped people wake up. It's helped people self-manage so they don't have to go on antidepressants. It's it, Look, to be honest, it's helped people who have been on suicide watch. It's helped people out of depression. It's not just about writing a list. It's really about how, to, how a person reverse engineers every aspect of their life in order to make this stuff come to fruition. It's the growth of them on this journey towards these self-imposed destinations. More importantly, it's about the person that exists on the other side, and that's a person that we don't know yet. Right. And I want to get. I want to help people get more curious about that. About that—that yeah. that is the human experience, if you ask me. Well, I agree with what you just said, uh, all except for the one part, which was a great line, and I, I think it's it's largely true. What you said: people are dying at thirty, uh, but getting buried at eighty. Some people are never living. They don't. I mean, they so they don't oh. get. It's long before thirty because. My son and my nephew, I used to talk to them about finding purpose when they were five and eight years old and, and like that. And they never. My, my, Jesus, that's my, early, man. That, yeah. That's freaking early. For, that's sort and, of a heavy conversation. Right. Yeah. But, but, you know, just living your life, have a, have a purpose, have something you really care about and want to be. And yeah. a lot of young people never find that. So I, I think they're dying long before 30. They yeah. never start to live. Uh, you yeah, know, because they, yeah, yeah. they, they just have no purpose at all. So I think uh, at to your point, more than just writing a list, it's it's finding your what who you are and what what well, reason you were born. <laughs> you know, really the, the foundation, you're right, the foundation of what I teach and what I've, I've taught flat out for the as the bucket list guy for the last 10 years it's all founded on positive psychology, right? And a lot of people don't know that. But positive psychology is essentially – um, not regressive psychology, you know, traditional psychology, but positive psychology um, is really the science of happiness. It's really about helping a person go to their strengths, identify the things that they're good at, uh, that find, where they find meaning, purpose and fulfilment in, helps them be more grateful. And at the end of the day, it really does fly in the face and, and really help with this whole mental health issue that's going on in the world right now. I just I just put this brand of bucket list over the top of it to make it cooler, to make it more tangible. Um, and uh, so so myself and all of our bucket list, certified bucket list coaches around the world can get our foot in the door and do, you know, do programs for people and that's really what it's all about. So we've got 
you know, certified bucket list coaches teaching this stuff in 22 countries around the world. As founder of as founder of this as well, um, you know, we're, we've got coaches who are, you know, even in countries where if you translate the word bucket list, it makes no fucking sense at all. Right, right. <laughs> you know, right. But they still get the life philosophy that we're trying to impart here. Yeah, gotcha. Because, like, in in Asia, they will change the name of uh, American movies completely so they don't make any sense at all. <laughs> yeah, 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 100%. There's no reference yeah. uh, point there. Uh, but here's the catch-22 as I, I see it. <laughs> I think people who come to work with you uh, to get woken up have already woken themselves up a little bit or they wouldn't be there. So a lot of the people, right. a lot of the people who really desperately need the kind of stuff that you're teaching – are still yeah. on the couch, right? Yeah, yeah. And and the thing is, you know, in my previous business, I was in the in the personal fitness training industry. I was the first to franchise personal tra- fitness training in Australia and did that for 20 years. There's one thing that I know through that and also the psychology work that I've done with countless uh, people around the world is, is, is when someone waves a white flag or if they ask for help, psychologists say that that's actually 50% of the problem already solved. Right, you know that that because because you can't impose as a coach, and, and I know you help a lot of people too, but you can't help for someone that doesn't want to be helped, right? Right. So so um, no matter what you say, because you're really you know, and if you're if you find yourself as a coach, as a speaker, as a helper, if you find you're saying you must, you have to, you should, you need to, these are all programs of necessity, are programs of comparison. You're imposing your model of the world, your model of the world onto someone else just like mum and dad so people (laughs) people will just go no fuck you you don't know me you don't know my situation i'm not doing that it's only until they have their breakdown before breakthrough moment or that confusion before clarity kind of moment where they where where shit has to sort of hit the fan in their life or their their unhappiness tolerance gets hit where they go, you know what, I want some help here. When people say, I want help, and they go to the event, they read the book, they go to the therapist, they get a coach, that's when they're they're effectively putting up the white flag and going, you know what, I don't know everything, I need to outsource, I need to get some further advice around this. Right. So uh, I have your website up on on the bottom there. It's thebucketlistguy.com. It's just that simple, folks. It will be in the description, nice and clickable. So uh, on there, I'm looking at videos. You have some, uh, you got a podcast going on? Uh, or, or yeah, some called kind the Bucket, of- List, Bucket List Life Podcast. Yeah, that's fun. Um, I'm not doing it to the to the ability that you're doing on uh, Mind Dog TV here, mate. But <laughs> this, this, this shit's next level. I love it. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, um, but so I've seen your interview. What kind of people are you interviewing on there? Are they people who've gone through your your events and, and, and grown that way, or are they just no, people who like, inspire you? I, I literally started it because I, I hang out with some pretty interesting people you know, around the world. I've got access to a, a whole bunch of different people. There's just a lot of really interesting people out there, isn't there? I've got different different. Oh. Um, that I, I found myself having lots of really cool conversations. And I purposely go to it. I purposely love to get around people that expand my model of the world, right. you know, that, that, that add to my library. And, and, yeah, so I've got authors on there, other speakers on there, other thought leaders. Well, the other day I had, um, I, I've got adventurers on there, people that are obviously doing bucket list things that have set up foundations, helping others. Um, 
founders of companies, inventors. God, I've had all sorts of people. I had, I had the people that set up um, Mind Mind Medicine Australia. So they've set up Mind. I, I saw you sucking on some stuff just before we come on. I don't know what the hell that was, but I'll, I'll tell you about it. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, so um, I don't know. If it was that kind of show, but uh, no. we're. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I should have bought my stuff. Um, the um, but you know I got them on there because I was just generally interested to see what the latest research in um, in in, um, in with PTSD and depression and anxiety. And and how plant medicines such as ayahuasca, DMT, you know these sorts of things are actually making their way into into the clinics now to help people with these kind of issues. And I'm just fascinated with that. And the the people that have set it up, very successful people, have set up this foundation. Got some of the the world's top um, top scientists in as as part of their team and on their board, and they've raised a bunch of venture capital around this. Because it's huge, it is. It's a huge growth area, and I was just interested in speaking to him. Well, ayahuasca is uh, not legal here. I've been wanting to uh, at least experience DMT once in my life to because I've heard about such a degree. Is it legal there, ayahuasca? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, no. This, but this, this, that, what they do, what they're doing is they it's uh, they're using you know the. And, I, and I'm going to butcher, you know, the actual letters, the acronyms and everything, but it's the, the, the stuff in uh, magic mushrooms, the THC in, in marijuana. Uh, and I don't really get into all this stuff myself anyway, but um, it's the psilocybin, blah, 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 you know, right. that they, they're actually using it in clinical trials right now, which is in a controlled environment. So very different to what you, you know, take on the street and, um, or in the jungle, <laughs> and right. um, and uh, and how they're actually doing these these planned, measured research clinical trials. It's just fascinating, and it's really helping a lot of people. I definitely want to, uh, you know, experience the DMT thing only because I've heard about the spiritual awakening that people have had, and it just seems like uh, it's, everybody's had that same experience. Or everybody who's done it says the same thing and i just i want to know what that is but yeah just- i did i did an ayahuasca ceremony as a part of my bucket list and oh, yeah um yeah it was uh, it was full on you know what i never even considered it but it is part of my bucket list i i, I guess it, it's been on there i just and i haven't written it down but this thing you saw me sucking on here at the beginning of the show um several weeks ago i had a guy on who was from ses research which is a research lab who, when he was a grad student uh, in university, he um, he discovered this carbon compound, and they did a bunch of testing on it. This is 1991 on on wow. la- lab mammals, and they found that it uh, increased. They, it was a toxicity test. They wanted to see if it was toxic at all. They found that not only yeah. was it not not toxic, but it increased their lifespan 90% to 100%, doubling their life, basically, uh, and gave them better energy and all this stuff. So it went through a lot of tests and stuff and finally was approved for tests on humans in 2013. People have been using it, claiming great results. Me being a skeptic, I told the guy, 
uh, those are some really wild claims you're making. I, I don't, I'm not necessarily believing all of them. And he said, why don't you try it for free and I'll come back and we'll review your results. So that's why uh, I'm doing that online. Kind of a, it's, it's called My Vital C. It's an antioxidant. And I talked to a, a cancer doctor yesterday about yeah. the, what his thoughts on this. And he said if it's a powerful antioxidant, it certainly will help uh, guard against cancers and things like that and autoimmune okay. diseases. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see, but we'll see. We'll see. A lot um, of shit that we can put in our bodies these days. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that we can do. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it seems like you're. Uh, I mean, I never thought about it as my bucket list, but that ayahuasca thing, DMT, whatever you want to call it, is definitely on my to-do list. I guess so. Um, yeah. Uh, I think a lot of us go through life putting together this kind of bucket list, but we don't write it down. And the most important thing is we kind of don't have any urgency to it and we just think we're going to live forever. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. It's not until you get given a use-by date and suddenly it becomes urgent. Right, right. You know, um, suddenly, because here's the thing, is we're so busy, like this is this is this weird fucking badge of honour that we wear on a day-to-day basis, you know. You know, people are so busy being busy that they forget about their bucket list and they're so, you know, focused on their to-do list until something dramatic or dramatic happens to them or a loved one. Right. You know, and, and suddenly we reprioritise in a heartbeat, whereas before we didn't have the time, we didn't have the money, we didn't have the resources to think, you know, to do all the things that we truly wanted to do. But then when faced with the inevitable, suddenly people become infinitely resourceful. It's really interesting. So, so what I do and what I've done for the last 10 years is I get people to separate their daily to-do list from their bucket list, actually writing stuff down for the first time. If we've got to do that in one of my seminars, one of our programs, and so be it. Take time out of your life to work on your life. Create a bucket list because it, it, if you don't know already, if you actually write stuff down, remember in the days when we used to have these things called paper and pens? Yeah. It's a crazy analogue concept. I know. <laughs> and, and, and if you actually write shit down, you've got a 42% more likelihood of them actually manifesting. Did you know that? Like 42%. I had if you no actually idea just write a goal down, if you actually get it out of your head, which is a consciousness process in itself, if you actually write shit down, you've got, you're halfway there. Wow. So it's crazy. Yeah. So because right now your bucket list, guys, is your bucket list is swimming up in there with your to-do list and guess which one gets done first on a day-to-day basis? It's your to-do list. But, you know, but the thing is people are like, oh, why do we even have to write that stuff down? All right, cool, don't. But don't blame me when you get given that use-by date or something threatening happens and then you suddenly go, oh, God, I've got one year to go. Right. You know, and so I want people, I want, to help people be happier now. This is a this is a, a tangible way of doing this. I say a, a bucket list is a tangible life plan where our career plan or our business plan should fit into our life plan and not be the other way around. So this really brings home the work to live principle. You know, a whole set of tangible whys to get up out of bed in the morning, to make um, decisions around. 
but I, I I mentioned in my intro of you, one of your goals is is really lofty, and so my question about that is, uh, should isn't it better when at least when you're first starting off to start with small goals that you can compete and feel good about yourself that I competed it, completed it, I mean, and just finish that rather than because yeah. ten million people is a, a really uh, you're setting a no, very that's high a legacy. Bar that's a legacy. No, no, that's a legacy goal. That's okay. a legacy piece. That's a 10-year, big, hairy, audacious goal. But here's the <laughs> thing. I'm not doing that by myself. I've got, I've got hundreds of coaches around the world now in 22 countries all teaching my stuff as there we go, certified bucket list coaches. <laughs> so what we do when we in onboard these coaches, um, you know, we obviously give them our intellectual property. They buy a license and... Um, and we say to them in training, all right, well, our goal is 10 million people, you know, that we want to graduate as a bucket lister. What's going to be your contribution? If you're going to join, if you're going to partner with us and be a coach of ours, what's going to be your contribution over the next one, two, three years? And then we, we backscale that into, um, into 90-day plans. You know, how many, how many lives do you want to positively impact over the next 90 days, one year, three years that's going to contribute to that? And that's how we uh, – that's how we – keep all of our coaches accountable so that we do group coaching so we go out and do big groups big group coaching programs and uh influence more people that way so we're slowly but surely actually getting towards that goal it's huge um yeah, it you don't is. really know exactly but this is a legacy play you know one of you know uh, one of the things in that whole mind bucket list blueprint is l the l stands for leave a legacy for my legacy in my own personal bucket list is is to blow out this, you know, blow out and, and have a um, really rebrand life coaching, and right. and um, and you know have this last as a as a real set of tools and a sort of set of programs that um, you know people people uh, can can get in get involved with and and go and help others through, and so. No, this is just one of many goals. I've got like 350 things on my bucket list. Wow. Um, and there's a whole bunch of stupid shit on there. I've done another 300 <laughs> of things already. Um, and that's on the, the ones that I've done, they're on my reverse bucket list. So we've got three lists. We've got a reverse bucket list, which is all the shit that you've already done, as if it were on a bucket list all the way along. So people can actually start writing that right now. And it gives them a sense of gratitude. Then we've got a future bucket list. That's all the stuff that we want to do, all right, that, that drives us. Um, and we've also got a third list, right, and that third list is the fuck it list. So the fuck we got that's that's all the shit that's all the shit that you see other people doing and, you know, climbing big mountains that, you know, going – surfing big waves or, or, or fucking bungee jumping or skydiving or whatever, running marathons, and you just go, fuck that. I don't want to do any of that shit. That goes <laughs> on that list, man. Okay. So, yeah, wrestling crocodiles or, or alligators is definitely on my uh, fuck it list. I mean, uh, that's what we do before breakfast here in Australia, as you know. I know that. I know that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, do you put uh, when you put the to do date on a three hundred and fifty li list? Not all of them have a, a to do date of uh, next week or or next year. No, look, I'm doing five things at the moment. You know, like, <clears throat> and um, and one of them is actually building out this legacy with a bucket. But what it does, it helps you compartmentalize your life and helps you helps you 
um, really systematically go after things and it helps you build the resources needed to make that happen. You know, build more leverage, scale your business to provide you more time flow uh, for that and, and and to build your business and, and build that up so you got more cash flow. So each of whatever we do as a business vehicle or a career or a job should produce two things and two things only, the cash flow and the time flow to allow you to go and do the shit you want to do. Right? right. Some of these things that we identify are very small that don't cost a lot of money, but some of them are really big that do do um, require a number of resources. But that's cool. But the thing is, people think of bucket list as these big, you know, like going to Machu Picchu, having a, you know, go to Italy for a month. And a lot of these travel bucket list items require a lot of time and money, and they. And people put put those off until later on. We're waiting for till the perfect time or someday to do that, and that someday may not come around. So that's why I designed this whole thing is to help people be happier now. You know, and I've got people right now, right around the world, in our community of bucket listers, all doing things on their bucket list that are very achievable. And what's happened during this cold COVID lockdown? Even though we can't travel, people have been publishing their first books. They've been launching podcasts. Yeah, they've wow. been um, they've been uh, God everything from um, learning new languages, you know, online. Um, learning been, to play a musical instrument is a big one too. Exactly. Right? People have bought exactly. more guitars during COVID than ever before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> learning to surf. I'm, I'm right at the beach here. Learning to surf. You know, so these are all these are all things that we can do right now that help us be happier now. Right. You know, now go against the tide in terms of these statistics that I mentioned before, and 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 that's what it's all about. So so the thing is, if you've got a whole bunch of these things that you want to tick off your bucket list, and you start crossing off the smaller, more achievable ones, the low-hanging fruit, that gives you the momentum and motivation to smash through the bigger ones. This is about choosing life. This is about choosing happiness. But right. people don't know where to start. Right. Well, you mentioned the word legacy, and we talk about that a lot in this program, and I think it's really an important and powerful concept. But I think a lot of the problem is and uh, that pe- people – uh, think of their children as their legacy. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go to school. I'm gonna graduate school. I'm gonna get a good job. I'm gonna buy a house. I'm gonna get married. I'm gonna have kids, and then I'm gonna punch out, and that my life is over. And then I just want my kids to have a better life than I had. Right, right. Fuck that. So, so most people, most people, the top three goals are, and this is no shit. And I've done this for ten years, man, all around the world in all sorts of different countries. Right. The top three goals are. Uh, pay off the house, put the kids through school, and do a bit of travel when I'm older. Yeah, right. and probably sicker. Right? Yeah, but and that's that's it. What else you got? I know. Yeah, so so again, this this helps people, I guess, widen the blinkers. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. And, you know, last week I had a financial analyst on. We were talking about right, retirement planning. And I mentioned, I'm, I don't want to retire. And I, I want to keep working. I want to keep doing things I love. I don't necessarily want to work for somebody else. I want to do the things I love. But I, I don't have any reason to just want to just stop and just go play shuffleboard in Miami or something. And the people in the audience were arguing with me and saying, uh, I disagree. People, you know, pe- a lot of people live happy lives when they when they retire. I, I no, I think most people, when they retire, they're giving up life, and they're just they're just saying, "I'm waiting to die now." Uh, yeah. Well, guy- how many? You know that that yeah, it's really good that you say that, man. Is is one of the one of the saddest things? Honestly, there's not much that makes me sad, but what makes me really does really tip me over is hearing stories about people that have worked their guts out their whole life and they've got to the end of their, you know, got to retirement um, and not necessarily love what they do during it. And, right. by the way, in America, 87% of people who go to work every single day are what they call disengaged. Yeah. So what does that mean? There's 87% of people who are just going to work, getting the paycheck and then going home and just not necessarily getting into it. They're not really a big fan or an advocate of who they work for. They're just there. They're just existing. Fucking hell. 87%. So nothing depresses me more than thinking about a person. I'm talking about my dad here, right, that go to to work every day, you know, to and not necessarily be happy for the for the majority of their life, their walking working life at least, and then to to um, be in that routine of work, and then suddenly have no routine, and and then have five to ten good years, and then that's it. Right. It's like you know, or, or the depressing thing is when a person is um, you know running their business. A guy might run their business, sold their business, and then got out of it, and then had one or two good years, and then they're gone. Right, like fuck that. That shit depresses me, man. You know, like, like that's again going back to I want have I want people to be happier now, you know, and uh, and that's it. You know, like, and I think I think uh, this whole coronavirus has been a blessing in disguise. A lot of people have have honestly taken a, a big global collective deep breath in and recalibrated on their happiness. They're recalibrated right. on on what gives them purpose and meaning in their life. Um, I, I families think families have some, become closer. It, it really has, and people are innovating like never before. They've started businesses. They've started side hustles. They've they've um, adapted to, to technology like we're doing right now, and gone. What the fuck? It would, you know, they've just <laughs> failed forward faster, and everyone's given them a, a, a leave pass because people are going. Yeah, we're all kind of failing forward into this whole technology, this new normal now, and and uh, you know, so. I'm hopeful that people are actually adapting. Right. They should trust in their ability to adapt and, adapt and set goals like never before because we've had the gun to our heads. We've had to. Right. You know, it's funny you mention that. I, I had, I've had several people on from Australia and uh, doing this, and I, I commented on when I was young, when uh, I was in college, I think 1978, 79, I had a friend who lived in Australia, and I was on the phone with him uh, once long distance on a Saturday night for about 35 minutes, and the bill came in. It was like $1,000. Now I'm able to talk to you face-to-face in real time live for an hour, and it cost me nothing. And it's just, it's just insane uh, how technology <laughs> has changed all of that. You've got to adapt, you know, no matter how old, how young, if, it, if there's still a, a technology block for you, yeah. It's time to get over it. 
Right. Um, so are you doing, because uh, I've, I've seen some of the TED talk, uh, TEDx talk that you did. Are you doing events like that virtual like this or or not? Yeah, yeah. I've got a massive one coming up for uh, in India and, um, and in the United Arab Emirates coming up soon. And um, yeah, I've been doing a lot, even though I can't run around the world as the bucket list guy as much. Well, uh, and uh, and and do the talks because we're not having uh, big events and stuff right now. Now I've been doing a lot of online events. Well, um, from what I see, right. from what I see in the videos that you do, it, first of all, it looks like a very fun. It, you know, for if just so people can know what to expect, it seems like a fun event. Like you not it's not like a high pressure thing or a judgmental kind of thing where you're trying to, you know. It seems like no. it, you get into a very fun interactive experience right well you know when you when you when you're a keynote speaker you've got to you've got to embrace edutainment you've got to educate and entertain so you've got to have fun i I, i've been doing this for 10 years i'm what they call a csp a certified speaking professional as well um and and a tedx speaker and I've, i've stood on a lot of stages had some absolutely shocking fucking gigs too where I've been heckled and I've been, you know, it hasn't gone well. But that that builds up that I don't give a fuck muscle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 you just like now, you know, I I, you know, um, just you just don't care. You callous, you you callous up, and right. and before you know it, you're um you you find flow. You can be yourself. So I love to have fun, and I. I I'm not a, even though I get touted as a motivational speaker, I don't like that term. I'm not a motivational speaker. I just talk about reality. And, and to be honest, man, you know, um, what you see now, um, is very different to when I started. Uh, because after years and years of doing this, I've helped a, a lot of people from around the world in all sorts of different countries as well. Um, I've had a lot of people come up to me or, or comment after the TED Talk or comment after, you know, one of the programs that we're running, whereas I've literally helped people off suicide watch. I've helped people out of depression. I've given them some tools to really self-manage and help, help people, you know, um, who are in a really bad place go to a good place. And maybe I was just right place, right time for those people, and that's unreal. But that's the shit that really drives me that's the shit that really gets me up out of bed in the morning and once and, and and it hits my values i love helping people i love helping people on mass speaking is one way i can coach one to many rather than one-on-one and uh and, and and it's a really good avenue for me to be myself and, and also it's it's i guess an expression of my artistry right if you know what i mean yeah, uh, and, and I don't want you to give away exactly what happens in, in these workshops you do, but it seems like you work, uh, at least from, and it's hard for me to tell just from the short video clips, but you're working a lot with kind of some sound exercises and things like that, and it, it had me curious, like, what's this all about? Uh, can you talk about it at, that at all and, like, what, what you're doing in there? Uh, the sound exercise. Yeah, yeah, you do it something way. Uh, pull, pull. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's that, that's just a, a thing to get people. Present. And then another you, thing, you, you you were like, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I, it's curious because it no, has nothing to do with the presentation whatsoever. It's just about making having some fun. Right, so, and at the end of the day, and it's an interaction thing. So when you when you're a public speaker, you've got to get people to 
do something every five minutes, every five to seven minutes, right, to get right. to get engagement. So if we're on this, you know, uh, and this is the whole ad- adaptation to the online world as well, in a live environment, you've got to get people to interact, to keep them engaged, to keep their attention. And our attention span as human beings is like, 0.000 whatever yeah. right now and, and so to keep people entertained so they don't look on their phones and they don't you know get disengaged you've got to be doing stuff you know raise your hand write down this note unzip your head make this noise follow me do what i'm doing whatever it is to get people to to interact um which has been, like I said, a big adaptation to the online world, you know. So, um, so guys, you know, so so we do this four ways. How many ways, guys? Have a look at the screen. Right, yeah, four. Four, right. And then, okay, so we've just made a list. So everyone show the camera your list. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic. Right, great. So it's these sorts of things that actually make for this online world to be more of an engagement piece rather than me just talking at you. Good point. You know, I, 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 I talk about that all the time in terms of entertainment because uh, I play in a band still at 61 years old, still playing a, a local What sort band. of music do you play? Uh, rock, rock and roll, classic rock, classic pop. Like Metallica? No, no, not not. Come on, come on! <laughs> we, we, we I knew, you, I knew, I knew you were going to say no. <laughs> we, we do play some stuff that is uh, borders on metal and punk, but it's supposed to be. Not, they're not those songs that we play like. Foo Fighters. ACDC. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. What's the best? What's the? Okay, so I've got a question for you. Um, what's the best concert you've ever been to? Uh, best concert I've ever been to. I'd probably say that would probably Led Zeppelin, nineteen seventy-five at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, drop the mic. Okay, fuck. <laughs> okay, all right, drop the mic. That's uh, okay. So you, so if we were writing out a bucket list, a reverse bucket list, I'd get you identify that. Yeah, I would definitely. You know, and then yeah. get you saying, you know, Madison Square Garden, Led Zeppelin. That was on my reverse bucket list as a, a big bucket list item. Sure, it wasn't on a bucket list when you did it; you just did it. But if you said that into a, you know, in a, a corporate group, um, and you were, you know, in, in a group of fifty people, and you said, "Yeah, Madison Square Garden," I mean, that that just opens up conversation within that within that group. And, it, right. and it, what it does, it inspires that story and that that thing on your bucket list inspires others around you. Well, I have led an extremely interesting and full life. And people, I often talk about some stories from my life and people say, did you just make that up? It's like, no, it really happened to me. Uh, and there's a, a lot of the, you know, from riding freight trains and, and in the West, the old West to, you know, all, all that kind of stuff, riding around the, the world with a cult. Um, <laughs> name a cult. Of, yeah, uh, kind of a, a hands on healing cult. Um, oh, shit, really? Yeah, yeah. And I was an audio <laughs> video support person for it. And the only place I didn't go was Australia. We flew over Australia to get to New Zealand. I remember that part for going from uh, Asia, somewhere in uh, South Africa, I think it was, to get yeah, to New yeah. Zealand. You had to go over Australia to get to New Zealand. So I, Australia yeah. is on my bucket list. It's definitely one of the things. There you go. So, <laughs> so now, we've got a, now we've got a bucket list and... You know, um, yeah. So, so it's it, it gives people thinking, right? And and yeah. at the end of the day, it, it 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 you know what my my challenge to you, man, 
Okay, so I've got a challenge for you. Even when I'm a guest, let alone when I'm host, is you are going to watch my TED Talk. I know you've done that already. You're going to think about this conversation. You're going to email me your your own personal bucket list. And I and I and I want to put the pressure, good peer pressure on your listeners and on your watchers to send their bucket lists to me as well and CCU. All right. All right. I'm down with I that. Have, I have a community. I have a tribe of bucket list coaches around the world. We're not going to coach them. I, just we have ways and means of making these bucket list items, these wishes and dreams of people come to fruition faster. Well, I got to be honest with you. It's going to take me a, 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 even earlier when you mentioned the reverse bucket list and you mentioned it on the on the website just briefly. And I wanted to ask you what it was, and then you clarified it up earlier. But as you mentioned it, that's that's two days of me just thinking about all those things that I would put on my reverse bucket list because that had me deep thinking just when you just mentioned that. And there's so many things. Yeah. I, I almost yeah. probably couldn't make it through this uh, interview because I w- my mind was on that for a few minutes after you said it, like reverse bucket list. Reverse okay, so the thing is what, what, what positive psychology teaches us is that one of the pillars is gratitude. Right. right. What a reverse bucket list is is a big gratitude exercise. Um, and and let's be honest, if you've been to, if you've been to a funeral lately, what do they show? They they show you clips of your life and the, and the photos of your reverse bucket list. Right. All yeah. the things that you've done in your life, and they put it to you. You you, you put a piece to music, your favourite song, and then they say, "All right, sayonara." Yeah. So. Um, what it does is give people a really good foundation of, oh, fuck, I've done some really cool shit in my life. You know, I've had some amazing experiences. It makes you feel good. And then you're like, shit, if I did a lot of that by default, imagine if I actually put some effort into this and live by design from here on. Right, right. And see, we do we do the revert, we build out the reverse bucket list, and I encourage you to do the same. We build out the reverse bucket list first before we create the future. Right. Do that first, and that'll give you inspiration, motivation to uh, to smash your future one. It well, really does work. To be honest, this it was doing, just doing this podcast was definitely on my bucket list without me even realizing it. Uh, I had a I've been in radio thirty years ago, lost that, and everybody knows that story. I said too many. I was on terrestrial radio with no. Uh, no delay and said too many f bombs and the F- FCC flagged me and oh, <laughs> find me. <laughs> so yeah, so I always wanted to get back into radio and and then I had this opportunity. But what what brought this about and they people know this story too. I I had an experience with a guy I was buying an amplifier, a guitar amplifier for from yeah. and uh long story short he told me he asked what i did for a living and i said i'm a musician he said oh you're living the dream and i kind of laughed at him and i said you don't know my life i'm not like rich and famous i'm not a rock star and he said to me no you don't understand i'm 69 years old i'm selling you my amp i always wanted to be in a band i'm selling you my amp means i'm never going to be you're living my dream and i thought uh-huh. wow what a perspective change first of all i was like i never looked at my life from somebody else's shoes and said yeah that that's my dream i wish there i was go. living that dream so that gave me the gratitude but also the idea that too many people are like him they get to the end of their lives and then they think about what i always wanted to do but never got a chance they give up you know people live regretful lives rather than regret free regret free lives um uh, we we see it all too common and um People give up, mate. You know, that they, they give up pushing the envelope. They give up 
um, the curiosity about what is the bigger version of them. Right. You know, on the other side, like I said before, on the other side of your bucket list is a you that you don't even know yet. Right. Right. You haven't you haven't fully lived yet. You know that. And I think, to be honest, it's a big call, but that is the human experience. That is, is yeah. to find out more about you and what else you can do. And this this story that you've been you've led yourself to believe, which is just you cobbled cobbled together a whole bunch of instances of facts, of situations, that, you know, events that have happened in your life, and put meaning over the top of it, and then created a story. And that's that's just bullshit. It's a belief system, right? And and a belief system, by the way, a belief system, the initials of belief system is BS. And at the end of the day, you can reprogram any of that. You can unbelieve that story that you've led yourself to believe. And I've had so many situations and circumstances, people who have unbelieved the story that they've led themselves to believe up until this point in time as, as to why they can or cannot do stuff in their life. Right. Is part of that, I think, I think the answer is yes, but I want to get your opinion on it. Part of that is people, uh, fear of judgment of what other people are going to think if I make, oh, don't, even, to make don't even start me. Oh, God. Right? I know people, people who won't go to the gym. Fuck. Right. If, pe- if people just drop their fucking ego, life would be a lot easier. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, they, they, but, but a lot of people honestly don't do stuff in, in you know, the fear of embarrassment. I, I totally get that. Yeah. That's why, you know, that's why I started public speaking is because I felt the fear and I did it anyway. Um, but on the other side of that fear is a you that you don't know yet, is that old, a bigger version of you. And, and uh, I, want to pe- I want people to play with the edges, play with that uncomfortable zone. Um, right. if, but, but the real litmus test is am I happy? Am I happy? If you are not, then you need to embrace this. If right. you are, then cool. You know, this might be just icing on the cake for you. Right, yeah. I think that, and a lot of people would probably have to answer that no if they're being honest. Because if, if you're uh, over self-medicating, or, you know, taking antidepressants, or you're just drinking your life away every night, or yeah. Uh, yeah. that that's the answer right there. We already know you're unhappy. You just you need, need to admit it to yourself a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and and, and uh, these are some you know some uh, some tools to be able to help people and and. You know, for the majority, that people uh, do want something more for themselves, and 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 look look at this as an opportunity to put your own oxygen mask on first, and, and before you can help others. Right, right. You know, be it's a self leadership lesson, right? So you can be a better parent, a better partner, a better leader in your business, a better friend, um, and, and and lead by example. Practice, be a bucket lister. Practice what you preach. Um, glass is half full. You're a victor, not a victim. You're not using blame. You're not using excuses. You're not denying there's a problem going on. You're taking ownership, responsibility, and accountability for yourself and your lot in life. Yeah. And isn't that the sort of advice that we give to our kids? Yep, it, it definitely is. And, you know, that's a part of the problem. I think people, uh, we get caught up in just saying stuff and don't really think about the oh, word we're God, saying. There's so many people that are just full of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so words lose their meaning when you just kind of, you know, uh, 
reciting yeah. cliches you've heard. And uh, you talked a little bit uh, uh, before about uh, this idea of motivational speaker, and you don't you don't like that term. I think we get caught up in these terms too much. Like life coach bothers me for for some reason, and oh, I don't know no, what no. it is. Uh, I'm a but- coach to life coaches for the last ten years, and I've got all the confidence in the world, but I still don't call myself a life coach because it's right. like. Yeah, you know, I would probably only take life coaching advice if someone's been through two wars, has got shrapnel in them, and has faced death. Right. <laughs> you know, then, then I, res- you know, they're in their nineties. They probably know what life's all about. <laughs> no, I, I love your branding. The the bucket list guy is is definitely very cool branding. I feel I feel positive just about that message because I think so many people, whether you you're re- ready to take action on it or not, so many people can relate to that idea right from the start that yeah it's getting me already thinking about what my i want my legacy to be just from hearing the term the bucket list so i think that there's something really positive in that thanks bro yeah yeah, yeah that's what it's all about so uh how long are, are the the events uh, if you do them virtual uh how long are they what do people expect with oh this? look um uh, we uh we've got a, a variety of different events i mean at the end of the day people can go to my website you know just get get around me on social media they'll, they'll keep up to date as to what's going on and um we we run events and programs you know short ones for three hour you know two three hours up to uh big extended 12 hour kind of a, you know programs wow kind of all around the world and wow. um yeah so <laughs> so people can you know people can go to bucketlistcoach.com and check out what our coaches provide out there in the world who knows where this goes you know all around america i'm sure and into other countries, I'm sure. So actually, we're pretty big in of- Australia. I have a, 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 a United States, of course, United States, Canada, UK, but we have a very big following in Australia, which surprises cool. me. Yeah. So. Cool, cool. Well, you know, like, um, or uh, people can follow me on social media, and um, if this is if this is resonating at some level, then just you know, give us a follow, get into our world. Um, uh, check out, you know, check out me, bucketlistguide, thebucketlistguide.com on Instagram, bucketlistguide.travbell, or uh, if they want to become a coach even, you know, buck, go to bucketlistcoach.com and they can jump onto one of our webinars right? and uh, check it out that way. Great stuff. Uh, and so all the links will be in the description so make it nice and easy for people so you don't have to go searching or typing anything or just put all the links that you just mentioned uh, right in the uh, description for you. Uh, one, as we're, we've got to uh, kind of part ways now, g- give me something to, to motivate people and get them inspired to take the first step. <laughs> You're going to die soon. Oh, brutal. <laughs> brutal. But so absolutely, get, absolutely true. So, so whatever you're dealing with right now, get the fuck over it and write your write your list down. Get a get the closest pen and paper out there. Go watch the TED talk. Unpack as I do, unpack your uh, your bucket list. Get it out of your head and articulate it onto paper. And then go and do the easiest thing that you can possibly do. You're going to take a photo of that paper and you're going to send it to me too. Wow, cool. I'm going to make you accountable to it. 
Excellent stuff. Trav, thanks for, for being on the show and come back. Is that a motivational message or what? You're going to die soon? You better hurry the fuck up. That, that, that's beautiful. That's the best motivation anybody could ask for, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Seminar over, kids. <laughs> yeah. well, well, thank you for your time and, and uh, insight and, and, and coming by. You're welcome back anytime you want. So, you know, yeah, just, love to just, do a round two, man. It's, great. it's been great. Good Have fun. a good Good day, I guess, over where you are. It's nighttime here, but have a good day. Yeah, I'm from the future over here. I'm from okay. the future. <laughs> See <you>. Bye. Ciao. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Put Me in the Story. Put Me in the Story creates personalized books for kids by taking best-selling children's picture books and well-loved characters and allowing you to create personalized books that make your child the star of the story alongside their favorite characters. Save 25% store-wide when you click the link on MindDogTV.com and use the code SAVE25. We're also sponsored by Lovely. Lovely is your online stop for modern, irresistible, and affordable women's clothing. Never before has dressing yourself been so easy. Lovely's carefully curated selection of apparel, accessories, and outerwear are always on trend and always available at the web's best prices. Lovely is dedicated to delivering high-quality clothing to women that will make them look and feel their best. They believe every woman has the right to dress well and shouldn't have to spend a lot to love how she looks. They make it easy to wear outfits you love every day, giving you the confidence to take on the world. Lovely.com summer fashion trends are now 40% off, starting at just $5.99. Get an extra 18% off when you click the link on MindDogTV.com and use the code JFT18. We're also sponsored by VaporDNA. Founded in 2013, VaporDNA is the premier online vape store offering an industry-leading selection of electronic cigarettes, e-liquids, and accessories. Their friendly and knowledgeable customer service team is always ready to provide the best customer service experience to ensure you find what you're looking for. They guarantee their products to be 100% genuine and at the lowest possible price. They're so confident in their selection and customer service, they offer their customers a 45-day refund policy. Save 20% when you click the link on MindDogTV.com and use the code ORIONQ. Uh, Trav Bell, everybody, the bucket list guy. You know what my biggest takeaway from that? Well, he's talking about uh, writing it down. I think he said 47% more likely. Maybe it was 42. Whatever, more likely to actually make it an actuality uh, come true. And then my mind went right back to um guy with jeremy van winkle who was on a couple of nights ago about a week ago now who overcame meth addiction and what he told me was that he writes his goals down twice a day when he gets up in the morning he writes his goals down and then he rewrites them uh down his his fresh set of goals whether they were completed or not uh before his head hits the pillow at night and so and if you looked at him 
that seemed to be a miracle conversion. In two and a half years, the guy turned himself around from meth addict criminal to entrepreneur who looks as healthy as can be, living a very healthy lifestyle, and his business is growing so much that uh, he's uh, branching out and uh, creating a lot of new opportunities for other people. So there's power in that idea of writing stuff down. Uh, so I hope you uh, follow up on this. I, I, I am going to follow up on this. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed this program. I hope you tell your friends about it and come on back, subscribe, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe there, go to minddogtv.com and get on my mailing list and questions and comments for me, info at minddogtv.com. That's info at minddogtv.com. Till tomorrow, who's, who do we have tomorrow? I'm actually confused about who we have tomorrow. Um, oh, uh, we have Leslie Sullivan, a nurse all the way from Honolulu. We're going the other way. Today we went that way to Australia. Tomorrow we're going that way to Hawaii. Uh, so um, she's going to talk about uh, coping uh, with uh, all the uncertainty that we're facing right now due to current events. That's going to be a very interesting program. Uh, so join me then at 1 p.m. tomorrow. Till then, I'm Matt Napple from Mind Dog TV Podcast. Thanks for coming. Have a great night and bye for now. Looking for an open door It seems so hard to find Can't you see I feel it too The communication is coming through Feeling lost and I'm so confused You're thinking I can feel your heart from across the room And I can tell that you got leaving on your mind You will be going soon Ooh, yeah, soon So I wonder where we go from here The destination is so unclear but I can't feel that the end is near. The end is near. Baby, I can't read your mind. You don't have to say the words. Cause I know what you're thinking. I can't feel I can't your feel heart from across the room. But I can tell that you got leaving on your mind. You will be going soon. On your mind, you will be going soon. I know you.